0: Hello, hello, welcome back to the Sinead Horror Podcast, a place where you get to connect with your heart, connect with your angels, raise your vibration, and raise your intuition. This is a place for you to just be yourself. Today I'm talking with a powerhouse. Oh my goodness, hold on to your seats. This conversation is big. <laughs> Today I'm talking with Elaine Kelly, or you might know her as Essentially Elaine on Instagram. She is a powerhouse, like I said. She has created so many programs, masterminds, memberships to help you identify your passion and purpose and turn it into a business, a successful business. Today, we are talking all things business. So if you have been deciding or wanting to leave your job and set up a business on your own, then this podcast is for you. If you have already done that and taken that leap and really started to focus on your passion and of service to others in a business, as an entrepreneur, then this podcast is for you. If you wanna learn about hypnosis, a beautiful topic that Elaine is so passionate about, and this podcast is for you. This podcast covers an array of different modalities, really focusing on business being the primary subject here. Today, we are talking about values, how to tune into your values and the life that you wanna create, and how to create a business based on those values. This is a really powerful chat, and I think there's so many amazing nuggets to take away from this, so feel free to pause, Take notes, listen again, and come back as many times as you want to if you are ready to step into your power, align with your heart, create strategies that work for you, for your life and your business, and lead a successful business, not a hobby, a business for your highest good and the highest good of all. Enjoy it. It's a power one. Hello, 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 hello. Hi, Elaine. How are you today?
1: Hello, beautiful. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: I have been so excited for this podcast recording because A, I know it's going to be so informative. B, it's going to be so activating for everybody listening. So get ready (laughs) and C, because I have no idea what's going to happen. (laughs) Especially when you and I are together, you never know what's going to happen.
1: Oh, honestly, I'm like a manifester and a manifesting generator together combined. It's like, boom, let's go.
0: I reckon we should just warn people now, hold on to your seats, get a pen and paper take some notes because this is going to be a game changer. That's how confident I am in this energy that's coming through. It's going to be a game changer. I actually, do you know what? I really want to start off with a little bit about our, our kind of working career background. So if it's okay, and I've never done this, I always start off with the person I'm talking to, but I'm going to dive in and share a bit about mine. And then I want to open the floor for you. Yes, Okay. So I started off, I'm actually going to go straight to the business side, actually. I'm not going to go down the whole lineage because I'll be here for hours. So my uh, kind of business background, I was head of treatment development for a skincare company, head of retail and sales for another. I was international trainer for the company as well. So I would work very closely with spa operations to help develop concepts of five-star hotel spas. And I would travel the world opening up spas and concepts to create a signature treatment for the particular spas, train the therapist in those particular treatments, and really focus on customer journey so we can get the best for the client. So that was my background for donkey's years. So when Elaine mentioned before we started recording, that had quite a large number of training through the other day. Was that not overwhelming? I said, No, that's small compared to what I'm used to. Because I used to train 50, 60 people in one room and I thrive in it. I just love that teaching. So. Because of that background in, I had to go into a lot of training and creation, I had to study a lot of modalities. And that's why I call myself an intuitive specialist now, because I have many hats that I've built up over the years from aromatherapy, reflexology, um, Ayurvedic philosophy, traditional Chinese medicine, you name the massage technique and I've trained in it. So that is, I'm not even going to go down that road. And we've got energy healing, CBT, counseling, oracle, anything energy at all, sound baths, everything, you name it. I've trained in it, and because I had to, because I needed to understand the industry I was in to create the concepts for these spas, to create the menu to work with the flow of energy. So that's kind of in a very, very small nutshell my business side of things. Where I was traveling a lot before this Sinead DeHore role, as you know me now, to open up Pfizer Hotel spas and the concepts and the training and the bringing all of these philosophies together. So I want to just start off with a little bit of our background, and I'm going to hand the floor over to you, even though I have created that short and sweet, I could definitely expand on that a lot more. But why I want to start off with this is because I feel like where their energy is taking us today is going to be really activating in how to set up your business or how to grow within your business. That's what I really feel from our energy, just FYI. (laughs) So I'm opening the floor to you, my love. Tell us a little bit about your working history, if you will.
1: Well, it's so funny, and I'll loop back around this on the word energy, okay, in terms of what has been my guiding breadcrumb, like, so for anyone that's like tuning in, that's kind of going, what the fuck am I doing with my life, or I hate my job, or even in their business, right, because I mean, we've talked about this loads before, like, as in, we grow and evolve so much, like, so I mean, I've been holistic massage training when I, when I was leaving corporate as well. And I wouldn't in a million years do that now. Like it doesn't suit my energy type. Like I'm an initiator. Like I'm not in a a room in silence. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, but so it's like learning is like, okay, what do we let go? And how can we really tune into that guidance? But sorry, my background is in business. So I did business in college and then I did Asian business and Chinese in, I studied in Singapore afterwards. I just had this huge desire to move to Asia. And it makes so sense now when I look at like my activation lines and stuff, like as in like I was being guided there and that was kind of where my, I suppose, my bigger awakening would have happened in 2012. So I started off living in China and then I moved around. I lived in Fiji. I lived in Singapore. I studied in Singapore and then I went to Myanmar for two years before I came back. And um, so in that, I was very much like following this corporate journey. I worked on like big, massive, like multi-million launches in the tech space. I worked in digital marketing, project management, financial, like all sorts of things, basically building, launching, scaling businesses and ecosystems was kind of, so it was so big, right? But I just was like, oh God, you know, I saw life at the top. I did progress very quickly. And then, you know, by the time I was like, okay, great, I'm earning a six figure salary. Like I'm not even 30 yet. This is amazing. And then I'm like, this does not light me up and i decided to quit and i went to india to like learn yoga i was like not necessarily to be a yoga teacher but i wanted to do the six-week program and that was like my little breadcrumb and through that point in time like i mean even i look back now when i sat in a freaking ashram in darmsala for for weeks and ends that i was like it was like it was like energy follow the energy and then that mm-hmm. became into like studying yin studying reiki hypnosis like and obviously now we're both doing the healy as well so it's like a further evolution of that journey but there was an element then I suppose when I transitioned into the health and wellness space that I was like no I don't do business I'm done with the corporate world and then I learned through human design this is all part of my purpose I am actually I was my purpose is here is to alchemize the energetics piece with what works in in the older paradigm business systems in order for us to create this like new way to like lead from a place of flow as we say and by god do you do that
0: I love that, so I've learned something new about you as well. Did you say you studied in Chinese, so you are fluent in Chinese? Yeah. I did not
1: <laughs>
0: I am so excited about that. I need to learn from you. <laughs> oh.
1: I know, like, that's you speak Chinese as well that's amazing.
0: That is so amazing. I did not know that. That's really powerful. I loved what you said about lighting you up as well, and you were, as you said, you were in this you know, earning six figures a month. You were in this amazing uh, industry where you were just growing, 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 as you said, beyond your ears as well. And you just weren't, it wasn't lighting you up. And I actually can totally resonate that because when my job, I was getting flown first class yes, around hey. the world, staying in five-star suites, not even hotels, five-star suites. And I felt lonely, disconnected. Yep. And I was going to these beautiful cities. I remember I was in um, Baku in Azerbaijan. And I was looking out of my five-star suite, having a glass of wine. It was in my robe. It sounded wonderful. I'd just flown first class. And I remember looking out at the, I don't know if you know, there's, um, I can't remember what they're called now. There's these towers in Baku and they have the, the Baku flag on every day. They're like, the kind of the signature look. I can't remember what they're called. I should know this. Anyway, whatever. I was looking at them and I was like, this is amazing. And I was like, oh, I'm on my own. And I remember this is not what lights me up anymore, even though that was amazing. And the same when I was in like Istanbul, I was setting up five-star hotels by there. I should have been floating, but I felt disconnected. And why this is so important, and you have touched on it as well, is we have to start flowing, following the energy of what lights us up mm. because that's where the success is. That's true success in my eyes is Only- when you flow what lights you up.
1: Tell me more. Ooh. Let's go I feel a bit shivery there on this. So I want to just touch because it's that exact feeling you said. I'm, it's bringing me back to, I had just moved to Fiji. Fiji, like tropical fucking island, right? So anyone, I, and, like, I mean, I was obviously in a corporate role. So it wasn't like, you know, pina coladas on the beach at lunchtime or anything. Well, maybe the exceptional time, whatever. But like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you <I> mean, were. And <laughs> I was flown around. I had to go to New Zealand and here, there and everywhere, whatever. And I remember coming back. I remember calling my mom crying on the phone the same thing of the loneliness I'm kind of going yeah I'm in these most amazing places but I've known to share it with but you know what's really crazy actually Sinead I'm having this big rebirth right now and so I was in back in in Asia um, a couple of weeks ago and I actually met up with my ex who I started going out with in Fiji later that day actually when I was on the island I actually was like I'm calling in people that I can be connected with and he actually texts me saying, oh, did I want to go out for a drink? And I was like, yep. And then I met a whole network and I fell in love with Fiji and I'd probably retire there at some point because I just think it's a magical place. But we we actually, we we stayed friends after we broke up or whatever. And we worked together again at another point in time, but we met actually up there for brunch a couple of weeks ago. And it was like a, it was like a deep soul remembrance, like, you know, back deeper into our purpose, but reflecting back on that version. It was kind of like a bit of a soul retrieval on the whole trip of like, bringing that essence I suppose of like you know this these international business women or whatever and and the, the kind of the more fearlessness that I would have definitely had in my 20s that I, I potentially I think it as kind of coming back stronger now from a more grounded place of kind of going like I am absolutely embodying my purpose do you know what I mean
0: well there's a difference with what you just said there and I love that there's a difference with embodying your purpose and chasing what you think your purpose is. So I know back when I was in my 20s as well, like I would fly to Thailand for a month and work in a resort. Actually, that was in my late 20s, right? And even then, that's fantastic. And when I got asked to do different things like this, I would jump on the chance. I wouldn't even question it. You know, prior to actually embodying my purpose, I would fly to LA for three days for work and then come back and I'd be floored. Wasn't living in alignment with myself at all. It just sounded cool. And there's a difference with that thinking, that's what I wanted. I actually got asked to go to the Maldives for a month for work. Meant to be going next week. And I said no to it because that's not aligning with my purpose right now. It sounds incredible, but old me, Sinead, back in my 20s or even, you know, the start of my 30s would have jumped at that being like, this looks so cool. This is amazing. People are going to think I'm great. Hell no to that. Now, that is, again, going back into that feeling lonely, feeling disconnected. Is this really where I can be the best version of me? No. So I really love the fact that you're saying that. It's like you now recognize there's a difference now between chasing what you think you should be doing and actually embodying that and going for it. There's a very different
1: energy frequency at that between
0: chase and just being in the complete harmony and flow.
1: And it's it's trust in in the energy, right? Because I think we are so conditioned from the day we were born, when we go in school, like we're always working towards the next thing, the next step. And that was that pivotal moment when I was like, left like big corporate, I would say, that I'm here going like, no, like, I'm like, it's, it's like everything's delayed for the future. When I get this promotion, then I'm gonna be happy. You know, when I get to this level of my career, then I'm gonna be open to a relationship whenever. And the thing is, is in, like I was, I was in project management at one point and like project management really big, project where it was all executive levels and I was kind of going these people are fucking miserable I was like I do I actually I don't want to get here and it was a blessing in disguise it really opened my eyes you know and I think like my husband's going through the same similar thing right now and just quitting his job because he's like what's next I don't want to go there and I'm like well I didn't I I have said this in my podcast a few times if you've tuned in you know so it's like Because I'm like, tomorrow is not guaranteed for any one of us, right? So if we're not actually doing what lights us up today, then like, what the fuck is the point, do you know?
0: So I know, right, we've lived this, we've lived in this experience now. And I know back, if I had to listen to, say, someone like you back when I was riddled in that fear, I would be like, nope, not possible. It's not possible for me. So I want to just hone in on that for a second, because that fear can be crippling. And that lack of trusting yourself can be really like just pushing down on your energy so maybe for you know anyone that's listening right now if they are in a position where they are just not quite feeling like they're embodying what they want to do in work or they feel like you know it's really hard to take that step in the career what kind of guidance would you like to offer them today you know knowing that we have been through that fear that crippling fear being like nope it's never going to happen for us it can't happen for us how will it happen what would you say
1: well, I think if you if your intuition and your soul is guiding you somewhere, it's for a reason. And if you ignore that inner wisdom, life becomes more difficult. Like you'll, you'll notice like you'll be, you know, maybe you're not sleeping as well and it really will start to affect your health and everything that you're doing. But looking back, and this is one thing that I really dig into with anyone now that's setting up a business or that I'm mentoring or whatever is is going into like, is in, like calling in your higher self. I look back and I did follow breadcrumbs, but I could have totally accelerated my timeline if I wasn't playing smaller. I was kind of, I'll, I'll do the massage course because I really like massages. But like, I mean, really, I didn't, I, I'm always like, get to know yourself, build this relationship of going like, who are you? Like, what is it that you, what are your values in life? And study your human design. I would say there are two core things to allow that to inform you of like, what is more your purpose? Like what are you here for? And then like when you're making decisions, then obviously you're using your decision-making authority number one. And two, it's like, does this align with my values? How would you go
0: about identifying your values then? How did you really narrow down what yours are and what really is important to you?
1: Well, you know I'm a five one in, in human design right. So I've actually I've actually sat down and well one, freedom for me, even as a manifest, like freedom is so important. And so I loved the travel and I was blessed in terms of the scale of the projects I've always worked on. It was quite entrepreneurial, like as and I wouldn't have been a standard corporate girl. I, I, I wasn't on. It was it, it was a mad career. But anyway, it was it was, it was brilliant, but it wasn't long term. But I would say so what I've done now is and maybe actually I can give it to you to stick in a, a, as a link for people to download. It's just like a worksheet where it's like I've tons of words. And I'm going down and circle all the ones that you resonate with. So whether it's like joy, peace, abundance, love, whatever, and then you narrow it down. I I would say to three because like three, three to four. I I could I only revisited mine actually after I did ayahuasca a few weeks ago because before mine was like fun because I I was like I need more fun in my life, Joe. You know? And then it was like freedom and flow. I'm like you know to be in alignment. But I've changed that now. I was like I want to go deeper. I want love. So like it's like. I want more love, more love for myself, like showing up on a deeper level for myself every single day, because I'm like the, I want, you know, the works and the rest, like rest your way to success. We've been so conditioned again, like I'm sure you found this, you brought a lot of your patterns from how you worked before into your business at the start as well. And then I was like, I'm not even enjoying this now. I'm recreating the same shit show because the subconscious programming was the same. So that's where I like dive deeper into yourself like your design, what your values are and start seeing like where you're in your in alignment and where you're in your shadow.
0: I love that so much. And I'd love that link. That'd be amazing. Thank you so much. I also totally, totally resonate with that. I used to say, people say how often when you work for yourself, how many days a week do you work? I say eight. and they're doing seven days in a week. I said, exactly. That's how much I worked. And it's so interesting because even in my, you know, I get this asked a lot because I do mentor a lot of people too in business. And I hustled, like I hustled big time they're like well how did you get into spas how did you get on magazines I was like I hustled I hustled massively because that was my programming as you said do you know it's only I'm in my own business I think seven or eight years I've had to double check that but one of them anyway and it's only this year since May actually since May 2023 I have started to slow down in business and I've do you know, for the first time, you're going to be shocked when I'm telling you this. I'm shocked at myself and I can't believe I'm actually going to admit it. For the first time ever, it was one Friday morning. I decided I'm not going to work. I So, what do I want to do today? I turned my phone off, didn't tell anybody and I wanted to go have lunch for myself. So I went and had a coffee on my own, had lunch on my own and I took myself to the beach and I had time for myself. That was the first time I had ever done that for myself in work first time, wow. right I said' I'm take isn't that shocking? and I said, you know what i'm I'm not doing the hustle anymore. I'm not yes. doing it anymore. I need to do things that are freeing and fun for me, and that's my business model that I want, and I know that I've been kind of uh chasing that, but now I'm embodying that, going back to the chase and the embodiment and I love that, so I really would love that link because I think that'd be really important and just you know especially when you're stepping into a business, I know we are talking about a business today, so I know we're then drawing in the people that are maybe setting up a business or, you know, how to develop or strengthen their business even more. So this would be such a good framework, if you will, to help them really embody the business that they are. So they're not an employee in their business. They become the CEO of their business, which is hey, the most yeah. important. <laughs> yeah. So let's go back. I want to just circle back for a second because you said something that was really, really cool. You talked about 2012 and that was your activation. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it.
1: Oh, it was actually really crazy. Well I, well, I I broke up with the guy I was going out with. I was living in Myanmar at the time. So like Burma, above Thailand. There was There was so much going on there as well. And we just had done the launch. And this is where it really landed for me that I was like, God, we are living as a society. We are completely living wrong. It is, it's always like when I have this, I'm going to be this person. I'm going to do these things. And people aren't living in the now. And... Oh, there was a there was a few other things like there was a guy that I was um and then that I'd met before on a trip that actually kind of like disappeared from Turner. out t- t- he was in an accident and, and in a coma and all this kind of stuff, whatever. And it was just it was really just things happening that was really making me kind of question like what the hell I was doing. And then I just was getting this guidance that was like go to India, quit your job and whatever. And there was and I like honestly, Shanae, I had so much. I had people flock me down for jobs in Cambodia, in Qatar. In Dubai and like on mega money. And I was like, no, I was like, particularly because of the scale of the project I'd done and it was in digital and it was so world first that people were like, oh my God, like give this girl what she wants. So I'm here. Like, I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm going to India. People thought I was absolutely fucking crazy. And, but you know what was so I went, I had gone then and I met the Dalai Lama in India, India when I was there. So I went to Dharamsala where he would have sought refuge from Tibet at the times of the struggles and whatever. And I remember one day sitting in the ashram and I went and it was such a profound experience because we had to go down the day before to like put our mats on the ground because it was more of a kind of a local um, thing that was organized. It was like really on the DL. I was like, there's not like, oh, buy your Eventbrite ticket or anything to you do. Know? And uh, we had to go in and like submit our passports and whatever, and then whatever way, we were kind of halfway down the room and he actually came up the side that we were sitting and he namaste me. Like he isn't he actually... I don't know. I don't know how
0: you think. did you just say he now stayed me? <laughs> Love
1: yeah. that. He loved me. Now stayed me. I, well, no one can see me now in terms of like you know, was it like down the parents? Like two, like but his eyes looked into my soul, right? And I just broke down crying, and I just, I just like shed so many tears, and it was like, I know, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here, but I was like, whatever way he looked at me, it was like confirmation of just going just you're here for, you're here for big things, which is kind of what I felt always. But I, I always thought that was kind of more in a corporate level and I was like, I'm going to be the CEO of a tech company. I'm going to lead the way for women. I'm going to change the world. But then I was like, that's not it. It's a different way. So whatever he just gave me, I don't, in the instance that I was just like, right, I have no idea. Like, you know, when you have that kind of awakening, it's kind of like, you feel like you're dying. Like, and I'm actually, I, I definitely feel like that again. I think I, there's a lot of things coming full circle in my life now in this next level of ascension as I'm moving countries again. There's
0: but, uh, I love that because even with 2012, um, that was technically, well, not technically, but the Mayans said that was the end of the year, end of world as we know it. But actually, sorry, they said it was the end of time. But now we understand it to be that was the the initiation for the new age, the new elevation or, you know, elevation and a lot of us had an activation in 2012. So I want to just, when you're listening to this, just take a minute and just reflect on where you were in 2012. Like, what happened? What did you study? What did you learn? Because usually we had a lot of shifts there. It was like an activation for all of us. And I was in London. I actually remember it was London. The Olympics were on in London, actually, at the time. And um, I went through such a shift as well. I started, I left a company that I was with for years, started a new company with a new company. And that's when I became the, all the things I spoke about already today. And, um, I also started studying so many holistic modalities that was really the encouragement into this world. So it was a lot of like, Oh, there's so much more to life than we know it. And again, I left that kind of corporate structure to really go into yes, more corporate, but holistic corporate (laughs) that I was creating, you know, um, when it comes to, really fine tuning what you desire, right? In your business. Cause I know a lot of women and men that connect with me are in the holistic world where we have a business, they're offering holistic therapies or whatever. They're offering holistic modalities. They're here to help and inspire others. Let's talk about business foundations. If you will, I always say, if you have the foundations of your business, mm-hmm. your business can grow. I always treat it like a house. You have to put the foundations of a house down first so you can build the the walls and the roof. So let's talk foundations. What are, would you say, the requirements to have your business, that little beautiful structure, the non-negotiable structures to get your business booming to where you want it to be?
1: Well, you know, you turn me on now when I hear people either (laughs) mention strategy or foundations, because I'm always like a foundation first approach to business, because when you have the foundation, you can change and you can pivot and as, as, as much as you want. Do you know what I mean? Because I think some people get, they get, they get stuck, I suppose, doing things that they don't have the energy for anymore. They're doing things that doesn't like them up and they're like, oh, well, I'm not making sales. I'm like, well, you don't like it anymore. So like you've grown. I'm like, we grow our like, sort of clients, we sort of grow. So back to the foundations. And to bring this back to the house as a reference, right? So for example, when I moved into this, into the house that I'm in now, right? And I wanted, I had this vision. I was like, I wanted a herringbone floor, right? But it was already, it's already built and done and we've moved in whatever. And like, so your floor is the foundations in your house, right? And for me to change this floor, it meant I needed to take all the skirting board up. And then I would have had to get the, the tiles all removed. And I actually ended up, they said I needed a new front door because of the dimensions of the height if I wanted it to be flushed through. And then I was like, well, sure, if I'm doing all that, I might as well change the architraves and the door as well. And it became this huge freaking project, right? And I really remember hammering this home in a masterclass. I'm kind of going like, your foundations are everything in your business. Sometimes people get distracted with just going like, they're running programs and they're like running it through WhatsApp groups or Facebook groups or whatever. And then they're always starting from scratch. So I'm like, think about like one, definitely automate your your bookings straight away. I'm like, I, I literally will not book with somebody if I have to text them on Instagram DMs to book a massage. I'm like, absolutely allergic do you know?
0: I, t- I totally agree. Go
1: on anyway. Yeah. Mine are automated just FYI. <laughs> oh no, no, you're, you're good. Uh, you're, you're good. I actually, I did have one idea on this for your podcasting actually, uh, which will, well, I'll say to well, I'll talk to you about it afterwards in terms of I changes, Cause I'm like, if I'm doing an action more than two or three times, or if it slows me down, I was like, I'm like, I'm like, what's the way to automate it? And I'm, I am a five one. So, and I obviously come from a background of tech and ecosystems. So like yeah like I, I just I love this kind of stuff because it allows you to flow and it allows you to enjoy your business and have it work for you like I'm dying to get stuck into my business today because I've been away traveling most of summer and you know I've been you know I've pulled back and I'm like I miss it because it's a separate entity so think about going okay what can I create for that so like a website yes it depends on the business I suppose but like definitely your website in terms of The biggest mistake people make is looking at social media as your foundation. And they put all of their time into Instagram. And that changes so much and it burns people out. And it's borrowed real estate. So imagine it as a rental, whereas a website is like your own, it's your own place, right? This is your world that you're bringing people into. So through that, then you have all your customer details because obviously that should be linked to like a newsletter. So like, like setting that up that like, you're building your newsletter. Like I do so much marketing that happens. Like I, I'm not on in Instagram all the time because that actually turned me off doing business in the first place. The level that I saw people showing up, but it, I've seen so much inconsistency. When people have a lot of inconsistency in sales, they're only doing social media. Love that. And I totally agree. Even if you think about it yourself, right? If you see a product on Instagram,
0: the first thing that you do, well, I do is I'll go check their website. See what's on it. Is it legit? Does it flow? Is it easy? If I'm distracted by that and it's not working, I'll be gone. You won't. I won't make a sale. I won't sell. Sorry. I won't buy off them. Is what I'm trying to say. So I totally agree. Is having yes, your website get everything automated. I actually got an email from someone. I'm not going to name names. Just in case you're listening. But I got an email from someone there a few weeks ago asking should they have a newsletter. And I was like, Are you joking? 100%. Instagram could be gone in the morning. You have no control over that platform. You've no control over any social media. But having a newsletter, and that's what I say, so after half the time when I'm promoting any, you know, uh, courses or events that I'm running, if people are giving out to me because I'm fully booked because I haven't put it on social media. I'm like, of course not, because get onto my newsletter or just on my website, everything is there. Instagram is the last place I promote something, the last place. And nine times out of 10, I actually don't even pr- bother promoting on it because it's sold out. So have you have to have the foundations. That's just a marketing tool. It's not the foundation of the business. So I love that.
1: Yeah. So then is other part of your foundation. So your website online course platform. Personally I think well I obviously love I've worked in online courses for years and years and years and I love it. So a good platform for that and then making sure like the foundation like your ecosystem then is like that they're all connected. So you know if someone buys one of my online courses they're added to my master um, email marketing list and they're tagged with whatever course they've bought. So maybe I'm launching something in the future and then I'm like, I, like I'm giving them like maybe an early bird that's just exclusive to that like segment of my, of my list, for example. So like all of your systems are talking together and like, this could be a couple of like key things in terms of tech that I would use is on, like, I have like Squarespace for my website, Kajabi for my online courses hold that
0: thought for two seconds have you did you know that squarespace have now launched a new pl- course platform
1: i did see that actually it
0: is i i like it more than kajabi yeah oh kajabi doesn't mean nothing i'm not gonna lie really do you know right i was setting up i'm gonna launch a course um tomorrow but time this podcast out the course has already been launched <laughs> so i'm launching this course and i had it on kajabi and i think like do you know what when I seen Squarespace launch it, I didn't even question it because I know Squarespace will develop it and it's, it's only the start. So it's going to get better and better. And I was like, I'm getting out of Kajabi. It just drives me crazy. And I don't know what it is about it, but I've never loved it ever. So sorry for totally just, I just got very excited to tell you that.
1: <laughs> I know there is so much advancement in the space. Personally, I, I've worked with Kajabi for years and then I went off it onto other platforms. And then I went back because I'm just like, personally, I think it's amazing. And I think there's great scalability in it. I do think there is sometimes a bit of a well, the building part, I think the website page design is not as easy as Squarespace if you're if you're using it as your main brand website and stuff. But overall, in terms of your back to your like your main foundations tech. So like your website, I recommend Squarespace, courses, Kajabi, um, the newsletters and stuff that like, you know, that you could either it depends on how big you're going with your business. Like you've got like your flow desk for a smaller one. I use active campaign for Mine, because I have two brands and I use it as a CRM and it just fits the kind of more scale that I'm kind of going for. And then like your likes of your booking setup. So like your calendar or your equity scheduling. And then personally, I think podcasting is such a powerful way of building your business. So if you look at it in terms of going, you set up your systems and they all talk to each other. So, you know, you know, who's coming in, you've got your materials built in one space, like all, all your information, your business. So you can be duplicating and cross-pollinating all your information. And then it's like, right, how do I focus on my upper funnel in my business? So like building my brand, like getting out there. And then what am I doing to market to my existing business? Because like you need to be doing both at the same time. Sometimes people get so focused on, like they're, they're doing too many things at one time, uh, expecting instant results. They put all their energy into a launch and then they're wrecked. And then they have to deliver the program and they're not focusing on, on like, you know how they can replicate that again easy by doing the foundations they're like oh I'll do that another time I'll do that in the future then I'll do my website then I'll do whatever and they just do this like cycle of like hustle burnout hustle burnout like feast and famine in their business you know
0: I actually had a conversation with someone a while ago and they said that you know there's a huge kind of um I don't know what the word would be but like there's a there's a common thread I keep seeing with people hosting free events say like on the beach or free events doing you know circles or you know whatever and then when it comes to charge people aren't showing up but when they got the free events they're fully booked there's like hundreds of people there and I got asked the other day by someone who was doing this what do you think I should do because no one's showing up to my paid events I said and I said do you want my honest opinion they were like yes I said because you've built a hobby not a business you have built a hobby through these free events People showing up, they love it. But when it comes to sales, you've totally missed the market here because you're not in a business. You haven't got the foundations. You've got a hobby. So it's time to go back to the foundations by getting a website, looking at who your target audience is, looking at what your your mission is, your vision for your business as well. And the most importantly, and this is I always say, why and who, why you want to help and who you want to help. That's like your target audience. If you can really focus on that, you're leading from the heart. You're not leading from the ego being like, right, I've got 10,000 followers now because I'm doing this free event. You're actually going right back into how can I be of service, which I believe is the most important foundation of any business. How can you be of service to another and support the other? Because that's you activating your calling as well. That's you activating what your heart is here for. And then it's, you know, you're leading from the place of the heart and therefore that's when you have the sustainability of it. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, Sinead, I had such a rant about this to my friend yesterday because we were I was chatting about that in terms of in Ireland and particularly, and I know obviously we both have more like a global, global people listening tune in from wherever, but I really see this in Ireland and like there's still so much money work and money healing that needs to be done And I think it keeps it like it keeps you playing small if like if you're not standing up to charge. And like personally, I think coming back to energy, which we started off with. Right. Money is just energy. So even in terms of the type like if is the type of people that are coming just for free, like the type of people that you want to be working with, like what's the exchange there? Because actually all you're doing is showing your subconscious proof of like when that happens of like people come for free. But they don't come when I'm charging. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. Et cetera, et cetera. And it keeps us stuck. And in and then that's when we start to sabotage spiral. And I'm kind of going like, when I when I think back to it in terms of going, like, who do I like? I've paid all sorts of money. And I'm like, I know, and I've seen people criticize this. We were chatting about there was like a few people attacking other people in the wellness space in Ireland, like kind of going, oh, and they're charging this for this course. And like it was just a re- it was really I actually I, I hadn't seen it personally but my friend's time I was like god that's really that's not nice and I'm not down for that in terms of shaming other people on social media like I mean no one knows anyone's full story from that point of view but I'm thinking kind of going like as in like oh you know we're in struggling financially and it's, I could see so much of the programming that's coming out in society now in terms of inflation and all this kind of stuff and I'm kind of going no, wait, I want to, I will pay whatever money for a service that's going to bring me value because if I know I want someone that holds space for me, that is integral, that is regulated, that is grounded in their own energy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to go for someone just because they're ha- like half the price because, you know, they feel, I don't know. I making- no,
0: no, you're making 100% sense. And even with that, we're not even going down the wounded the wounded healing energy at all because that's yeah. very wounded feminine right and that's you know it's like we're you know I'm only drawn to people and people are only drawn to me when they're ready to step into their power because it's my number one rule so only anyone's ever listening to me now or listening to us now or any that comes to me for healing or workshops is because I have a very strong boundary with spirit saying people are only ready to come to me when they're a ready to do the work and ready to claim their power. And that's my rule. So yes. everyone listening here, there's no wounded energy here. And I never, that I know of, probably do, but I never I never get any like judgment for anything that I do um, because I wouldn't let it in anyway. So I don't even care. Like it's not, whatever. So I'm not even gonna entertain that, entertain that because that's wounded, wounded, wounded. We're here to claim right. our power. But what I love about what you just said there is, and you hit the nail on the head, right? We've got psychology of marketing here that's coming through. And that is you and I, right, we're both offering the exact same same massage we've spoken about massage before. If we're offering the exact same massage for the exact same time in the exact same space, and you then said that you're going to charge forty euro and I'm going to charge one hundred and twenty. People are more than likely going to come to me because they're I'm going to get more for my money there. They, they're not going to. You might be offering the same thing. It's going to be the exact same thing, the exact same results, but because people I'm charging more. this this is the psychology of marketing people will think oh i'm getting more of my money here and that is a universal thing that's not please google that if you don't know what i'm talking about but that's a universal thing here and there's actually oh actually sorry there was a study done on this in la i actually saw it about two weeks ago where um a group of people got together and they opened up a pop-up shop that was this brand new designer very affluent designer clothes right but they invited all these influencers, all these multi-mega billionaires into this pop-up store. And they were spending seven grand on a pair of runners, 10,000 on, on a coat. And at the end, they're like, well, why did you do that? And they're like, well, we could tell this runner was amazing quality. We could tell the coat was incredible. They were like, well, actually, this is from Target. Those trainers that you used to spend 7,000 on, they're actually $20 in Target. And why I'm saying this is because that's the psychology of marketing. It's total like, and there's an and there's totally all over, I was blown over, Um, what did I see? I can't remember where I saw this, but it was absolutely amazing. And that's my point is you have to start knowing your worth and knowing out of a place of integrity though, right? You have to yeah. know that what you're offering is bringing a value and you're putting your heart and soul into that. So you're not going to, you know, I wouldn't necessarily charge 600 euro for a training, which it's not you know maybe it's worth that in terms of a life-changing experience but let's be realistic about the price as well we have to be realistic too
1: oh 100% be realistic and that's actually one core part actually are the foundations that I didn't touch on in that's not because it's not a system but it's your brand right so like and that's if you take it like I remember seeing it was like some because I used to work in retail actually once upon a time the fabric that was bought for like Christian Dior was the same that actually was being used at the some seller of like River Island and um, AWare. Or was it a I don't know if people in Ireland remember because it was all part of the Brown Thomas group. And whenever the buyers, and I was like, what? And it was only a trim, but I was kind of going, but this is all back to brand. It's the same in terms of like the difference between buying a coffee in the filling station versus in Starbucks. Do you know what I mean? It's branding. It's personally, like, I don't think Starbucks coffee is great. Do you know what I mean? But it's the whole concept that they build around that. It's the experience that you get to go in and sit down and, and whatever. So, and this is all part of us. But bringing it back to energetics around, well, one, pricing and charging your worth. And I've done, I did an Instagram reel that did so well on this. And I was explaining, like, when we look at self-care, because, like, what I was really seeing, like, and that's part of my role, I suppose, as the manifestor is to, like, see what, what's going on in society and, and solution and, like initiate people into this different way. And um what I was really seeing, like and I experienced this myself, right? Where and that's back to the whole conditioning piece of like oh, we're we're burning ourselves out, we're kind of going, I'm coming into this space, I want to help people, I wanna share the these tools and ancient wisdom and rituals, and whatever, but not serving herself to that same level, right? Because if we get stuck in any level of like undercharging or doing shit for free all the time and and you know, being a bit kind of in savior energy that We we end up depleted ourselves, and that brings inconsistency, and that's not sustainable business. So I actually did this video, and um, where if I take like you know I'm filling my cup, and then I'm I fill my cup up, and this is the concept that we all go by, and then we fill everyone else's cup, like so our clients, our family, etc. etc. But then our cup is empty again. It's like right, well I need to do more. I need to do like another spa day and rituals, whatever. Whereas if we actually approach every single day of kind of going. Right, how am I nourishing myself today? So if we put three cups on the bottom and then our cup is on the top and we focus on pouring into ourselves and from our overflow, we are giving the best of ourselves consistently and sustainably to everyone. There's there's, the, The drought doesn't come right when we change that mindset of kind of going. And if we actually approach that in all of our life and business in how we're showing up, shit massively changes. I love,
0: a love a good analogy. And that is amazing. I think that is so clever. It's just, yes, you have to feel and your overflow is where it creates the magic. I want to circle back as well to when we spoke about, um, you know, how to find your pricing, your product as well. And there's like four, um, four P's in economics. Economics is product, price, promotion, place. So when we spoke about like being smart to what you're charging and realistic as well, identify what your product is, what you're selling. Then identify like the price of that how you're going to promote it and then where it is. And that's going to help you identify, you know, what to charge, how to charge, how to promote it and do your market research as well. There's not an every single time I go to launch a product, I will put my mark, I'll do a lot of market research to make sure that I'm not, you know, pricing beyond the market or undervaluing myself. And I will do that, but I'll also intuitively tune in and go, what is the value of this? You know, like the value of the course I'm launching tomorrow, I worked at the value of that is 700 and something euro. I'm not charging that for it. I'm charging it in the 200s. But like, I know why is because I know that can give so much longevity, but I also want to make sure that it's sustainable for, uh, or sorry, not sustainable. It's, um, achievable for you to really retain the information. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, yeah. I'm not making sense there. But anyway, four, four Ps, product, price, promotion, place to summarize what I'm trying to say. <laughs>
1: Well, so I'm all, I'm always kind of go a bit of a deeper level in this in terms of when I was like, right, how do I blend spirituality and strategy whenever? And so when I kind of downloaded my whole vision for the SaaS collective and for people to be building business that are aligned for themselves, it's like because it, you know, people are people start business and they go completely in the traditional way of right doing business and they're whatever and it's just it's just a bit outdated, right? So if we actually blend in the energetics, I was like, right, okay you know really bringing out people's authentic selves like their uniqueness right because we are all so unique right so the s being like the self-mastery so intuitively like what is it that you're being called to do what are your gifts that you want to share being the s a being then going okay what aligned and aspired action can i take so what is an alignment for me being like you know back to like your human design your authority like what's really suiting like your energy and your skills but moving from instead of inspired action to aspired action so what action would your future self take today so maybe that person is I'm gonna for me I remember at the time I was like I'm gonna launch my podcast now I didn't even have a website I, I was literally start from scratch but I was like no I because that, that was just intuitively I'm like if I wasn't afraid if I wasn't like oh, I'm gonna launch a podcast when I've got 10,000 followers on Instagram or whatever do you know? Because then when we connect in with that future self, it's like that they're going to guide us to like what is going to move that needle, like in the access to that higher timeline that we all bang on about. But it's actually quite a simple practice of again, self-connection. And then S again for systems and strategy. So what systems do you have set up in your foundation that is going to support you developing this idea or product or service or course, and what's the strategy for you to get it out there and then the final S being, okay, what does success look and feel like? And setting those goals for yourself of going, okay, right, well. So really stepping into the energy of going, I'm going to launch my mastermind. I'm going to have 10 people in it. And this is the energy of the people. This is the transformation I want to create. And do that as kind of like a nice ritual that it's like, so it's end to end, right? But it's also a union of your feminine and your masculine. I was just
0: about to say, there's so much yin and yang coming into everything that we're saying. It's oh, yeah. Uh, And we keep switching. I don't know if you've noticed that. So I'll go into a yin, then you'll come right back in with a yang, and then you'll go with a yin, and I'll come back with a yang. It's so gorgeous, that flow. But that's what's needed in business, is the yin going into, right, as you said, let's come into the higher self. What will they do? Like, what would they do now? Let's point the needle, move the needle. And then the yang is the systems making it happen, putting into action, going for your dreams. I absolutely love that. Let's talk hypnosis. Let's turn the wheel a little bit. Let's talk hypnosis, because I know it's one of your strong passions and purposes in life as well. So let's talk about it. What do you do with it?
1: So yeah, hypnosis was so powerful. And I think that led me because I definitely, as I said, was recreating the hustle in my business. Well, bear in mind, I started my business during the pandemic, which was like, obviously, well, I would have been doing stuff on the side when I was in my corporate job. Like, so what am I? Three, I'll be three years in December in business. But I would have been doing like retreats and massages at retreats and oil essential oil classes all across the freaking country before, obviously, all this that time change, whatever. I'm not going to go into it, but like that meant that I was kind of going. I'm going right. I'm going to set up a business now, and then I'm like, well, I can't do any of the stuff that I did before. So it was like a complete reinvention of the wheel. And I actually think I was more reactive than actually going with my intuition. Do you know what I mean? As much. And then that's when, obviously, I suppose I opened up more to people. But I was here like, I'm I'm trying to help people build, you know, develop more self-care whatever. But I was working too much, you know? And so then I actually started working with a coach who I actually trained in the hypnosis with. And oh my God, the change, like, because literally that was just the programming that was working in of like, you know, I have to work hard to make money. You know, time equals money, attaching your productivity and your self-worth your self-worth attaching to productivity all this kind of stuff and when I literally kind of identified that and experienced hypnosis like I'm telling you I dropped I basically just ditched the whole business that I was doing everything clients whatever from the September and I like there was a there's a few different things happened at the time like a few different people I'd, I'd worked with or they would have went to for energy healing but it was the, the shifts were happening so fast subconsciously because I'm like you can look we all get into the comparisonitis phase at times on Instagram whatever, and going like, well, how's she doing that so fast? Is it just alignment or whatever? But there's alignment is one aspect, but the other aspect is subconscious programming. So imagine your subconscious is like a list of rules and beliefs that dictate how your conscious mind makes decisions. So 95% of our decisions are made in the subconscious mind. So like, if, if the program is not changed, and we don't change that, like by going for walks and sitting out in nature or even light meditation, like we need to be really like accessing deeper states of consciousness so through the hypnosis. I did that through um, like hypnotic tracks as opposed to like your traditional sitting down with a pendulum. And the beauty of that is like that one it's repetition. People listen to them their own house, but it's blended in with energetics and binaural beats. So we're moving into the frequency element as well. So if for me, it was my, I, like, literally, I actually cancelled. I was like, give all like, the contracts that I was working on. I was like, when I learned, because I learned human science at the time as well. I was like, all right, this isn't alignment. So I literally cleared the slate and I, I went and so I was like, I'm going to invest. I'm going to follow the energy again. This was always my little breadcrumb. I going. I'm like, then no, this is just another form of energy that I need to study now. And it will help me deliver so much more results because I had so many people even say in my doTERRA business come and women going I want that I want the freedom I want this and they but they didn't believe in themselves mm-hmm. and I used to get so annoyed right because I'm here kind of going I'm like why can't you just like what's holding you back and then I was like this is a, such a powerful tool to get people out of that state of freeze and not going after what they want and thinking that they're not good enough for it because I definitely was playing small before I developed this as a tool as well and then it just like exploded the game for me, do you know? I have this just, just this down, I don't know if you do
0: this or not, um, but I feel like it's something that I'm going to request of you, <laughs> but do you, so say if I said, right, Elaine, I would love a hypnosis track, say for fertility, right. To help me on a fertility journey. Would yeah. you record that specific for me? Yeah. I did not know you did that. Okay. Don't hang up after we stop recording. <laughs> I I just feel like that's gonna be so powerful and for like specific things. I'd love that actually.
1: Oh, you're so you're so challenged. I've I've had this on my list for myself for so long. And I have I have the bones of a script there in terms of oh my god, actually, we we will talk about this more in depth after because um I've had a few well obviously I know I'm very business spiritual, but there is there is a initiation happening. So uh, but for everyone else here, I'm moving to Spain in a couple of weeks. We decide to relocate to Mallorca and I will. It came in through um, my session with Enlightened Hearts here on my business forecast that I will be doing work with that in terms of calling in the souls of children. And for anyone that's been here, I've had like my fertility journey has been long in terms of I've endometriosis, recurrent miscarriage, and that's what kind of guided me on deeper onto this path. But with the hypnosis track, yes, it's funny that you're saying this. Here. I'm I'm like we'll have we'll brief about this offline. But is yeah, anything that you're trying to work on like that you can call in so like basically what you do to do a hypnosis track for someone so I do them individually for people Um, if I'm mentoring clients I will bring it in as part of the package because like we're setting the goals for what we're trying to achieve in the three months but then understand like so we're creating the vision that we're weaving into your subconscious on repeat every day when they listen to it when they're going to sleep and then it's like identifying like what what is holding them back like what limiting beliefs aren't serving and we're like removing them actually from our body.
0: I think it's so powerful I'm so excited and I also want to just hone in on that as well so what just happened here right let's pay attention to when things are said to us it's usually a gift from spirit so yes. the fact that I said that to Elaine there now that she's already working on something is like whew, okay yeah no you're 100% right here and why I want to say that's because that that's coming up so much for you know anyone that I'm talking to recently Um, I held a Rahani training there a few weeks ago and one of the women there she's got beautiful beautiful she's French and she's got the most gorgeous voice and she walked in and she said her name and I was like oh it's so much nicer than how I would have said your name it was just so beautiful and I could have listened to her talk all day so if you're listening hi but I could have listened to her talk all day and I was like you need a podcast you need your voice out there and her reply was you know I actually have been real paranoid about my voice my my accent and I was like no like do it she was like everyone keeps telling me they love my voice I was like well listen to the message Listen to the message of that because that's coming in from a higher power saying that you need to talk. If people are saying this constantly to you, pay attention. And I always know people are asking me. So I've been why I created the Angel and Oracle card training day a while ago is because people keep asking me, Will I teach them how to read intuitively? Teach them how to read intuitively. So it's like, Okay, fine. I've heard the message. I will do it. And now it's coming back because I've had a huge, um, surplus of energy, if you will, from that. So it's like pay attention to what is being asked of you because it's usually a little hint or nudge from spirit to guide you. Yeah. And that's in business and life.
1: (laughs) And and well, the and the people that are around you like the thing is we are receiving messages all the time, be it through numbers, through people, whatever you're here giving me this initiation. I'm always like, imagine that, you know, we're in a car and there is five different roads in front of us, right? And these, you know, this, this road could take us 12 months. This road could take six months. This, this one could take us a week. And like maybe people that are here have already experiencing quantum leaps and whatever. And like, but like on a real simple terms, it's like, it, what is our beliefs and what is our conditioning? What, what road is that asking us to take? Right. So there's an element here. Now, this is just that this whole fertility piece came in again the other day for me as a reminder. And now you've just said it again. And it's kind of going. So it's, it's pushing me to this higher timeline. It was the same when it came to like I had this offer of when it started off as an offer of an apartment for, for three months. That then when I really sat deeper into it and worked on some decond like fear I had around kind of going, oh I'm a business owner if my husband quits his job and, you know, we're both self-employed, we'll never get a mortgage mortgage again if we sell now. But even financially it makes way more sense to sell now and and like reinvest and it's just it's such a more abundant timeline but when i identified that belief and i really sat with it i'm like right i'm actually gonna reprogram this right now and it really fucking accelerates the timeline so like we need to just pay attention and this is back down to charge your worth have your foundations in your business be super regulated you know be growing sustainably forget about these instant results of comparing oh god she did this or he did this at whatever time and do you with every day right and when when you, you see that and you see so much more you witness so much more magic in every moment of every day like this conversation do you know what i mean mic drop
0: that's enough that's amazing i love that you've just summarized our whole call today is what well, get the foundations believe in yourself get out of your own way and just follow your dreams and only fo- and focus on what you said what aligns get the systems in place you know trust in yourself and just don't compare yourself. I love what you said comparisonitis. Love that, by the way. <laughs> but we're not doing that anymore because that's the wounded feminine. We're coming right back into the power of your feminine energy. Listening to that vision. listening to what it feels, embodiment and aligned. And then using the masculine, working with the masculine, excuse me, to make it happen. Elaine, as always, powerhouse. You're a powerhouse. I, Thank you so could, much. I could continue this for so long, but I do. I actually like to keep my podcast short and sweet. This I knew it would not be a short conversation, but it was so powerful. And I have loved that. And I know there's loads of little nuggets of wisdom that we can take away from today. Is there anything well, you want to leave us with before we end the call?
1: Um, we will be back with a part two, maybe on the fertility series, like some point next year. But um, no, it's been so amazing. Like I, I'm on essentially Elaine on Instagram. I'm sure Sinead will stick everything in the show notes. Like do DM me, let us know how it landed. And thank you so much for having me on.
0: And while we're on that, I will be tagging all of your details, your website, your Instagram, and everything underneath the show. What's coming? What? The foundations, yes. (laughs) What is coming up for you? What or how can you help people at this moment?
1: At this moment in time. So, actually, I had planned on running my mastermind, but I've actually decided, again, back to honoring energy. And I'm I'm just going to share this, actually, because it's something that sounds like even my own ego came in and was kind of going, but, you know, this is your big thing that you do for the autumn and whatever. And I'm kind of like, no, I'm literally moving, like, in the space of six weeks, we were selling our house and, like, and moving countries and relocating and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, I am honoring my own energy first. So from the, the, the intuitively for me, it was coming and going, No, oh, don't do this, don't do this. But it was, like, focus on other things. So I have a load of, like, evergreen courses so an evergreen version of my mastermind, Empress, which gives you your blueprint to build, design your business, teach you all the foundations, teach you how to do the tech, the values, aligning it to your human design, the whole shebang. Um, that's an eight module program. Um, and then live, I do obviously human design readings. I have hypnotic tracks that people can download if they want to focus, say, particularly on like leadership or sales, or I can do customized hypnotic tracks for people as well.
0: Amazing. I'll be, I know which one I'm signing up to <laughs> Elaine thank you so much I will tag all of that below our podcast so people will know where to find you if they have never met you before and I'm sure there's a few familiar faces that will be reconnecting as well but I yeah I wish you every success I know it's only upwards it's only upwards because you are so aligned in what you do and yeah you're a powerhouse and every time I talk to you I feel like as you know you're an initiator and I'm like oh okay need to get going my solar plexus is on fire
1: (laughs) you get that angel course launched tomorrow
0: oh oh there we go it's an angel course now so it has to be out tomorrow because this podcast is not out until next week so it's out it's out (laughs) thank you so much thank
1: Thank you my love
0: so lovely having you here thank you so much for listening to the Sineadahar podcast I hope you enjoy the insight and wisdom that came through today perhaps you learned something about yourself and I'm so excited for you to discover even more if you want to tune in to more episodes please subscribe and if you want to find more out about this particular episode or any guest speaker that we've had on the show or will have on the show you can find out more on www.sineadahora.com and of course you are welcome to submit a question or maybe a topic that you'd like me to cover remember this podcast is for you see you next week